Hey friends, I just wanted to give you a little bit of information about this episode before it starts. This is a super fun episode where me and Austin talk about our shared experiences singing in choirs for some major artists in their different tours. However, due to some non-disclosure type agreements, we are not able to convey in any way who the artist is. So what we've done is we had our full conversation as normal, and then afterwards we bleeped out the names of the artists as well as the locations of the concerts and any other details that might uh, give away who the artist is. That way we would still be able to share these really awesome stories with you guys uh, because they are a blast and it's a lot of fun. It's a super fun episode. So strap in. As always, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hi friends, welcome to the Artist Blend. Today we're talking about how made me throw up and other things involving large choirs. So grab your mug and let's get talking. <laughs> Good music. I love that. Yeah, it's good. I love it's it. It's a good vibe. Check out so, Christopher Bailey and Sarah Bailey from Well Wishes Productions. Yes, they please. Made a really cool. Actually, they're going to be guests coming up mm-hmm. in coming up soon. Episodes, yeah, so. so you'll you'll get to meet the creators. Yeah, they're wonderful people. Very very good friends of ours. Um, so yeah, go check them out. Yeah. Um, oh, a couple of, of housekeeping things. Yes, please. Um, if you have not yet, please take a second to rate our show and give us a review. It's super helpful um, for our own engagement purposes, but also just kind of to know where we're at and what we can get better at and what we should keep doing. Um, and it just shows us that you guys are interested and enjoying it. So it would mean a lot if you guys could take a second to rate and review. Yeah, it's really helpful, as Easton said. Um, we just want to know what you guys like. Uh, we're seeing some statistics. Some statistics. I can talk. I can pay for this. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um, Hopefully, it's it's very helpful to know what you guys like. Uh, so far, everyone seems to be enjoying all the episodes evenly. But it, we want to know if you want to hear something else. Um, and the best way to do that is to join our newsletter, so we can actually talk to you guys yeah. way better than just comments. Uh, the comments and ratings help tremendously. Um, but we want you guys to be as. Uh, informed as we are uh, about what's going on and the best way to do that is to join our newsletter which is in our link tree and then also in our link tree is a buy me a coffee link so uh, it's just a, a super simple way to support us um, the stuff that we're doing is super fun and we love it but it also costs money uh, with the platforms yeah. that we use and the coffee beans and, and shipping coffee to each other and all that stuff <laughs> so if you want to help us out you can just buy us a coffee it's a little yeah. five dollar gift um, and chances are we probably will actually use it for coffee yes. um so no, no if you want to support that, us that is what it's gonna be <laughs> yeah literally that is what it will be for um yeah. so if you want to support us just go do that you can do like a, a five dollar one coffee gift you can do like two or three or four coffees mm-hmm. um and yeah so do that yeah so and if you can't give monetarily as far as buying us a coffee we are also requesting summer stock stories which are free for you to tell us and yeah. um, we are um very good about keeping um, names out of it if you're worried about anything like that we just like to tell the stories because we enjoy hearing them um because yeah. uh, for for myself i haven't done any summer stock yet uh i know easton's been involved in a, a few and within those circles like the stories that he's heard is just absolutely hysterical <laughs> story, like, i will, no I will refrain from sharing my stories because no, 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 no. it no. is public <clears throat> where i worked 
Um, but you know, there are some great stories out exactly. there. Exactly. No, 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 no. That's fine. So send them in. Change names if you want to. Yeah. Um, and then if you want us to edit names out, just like say, just, don't say just let names, us know. Please, and yeah. we won't. So we, we won't. don't be afraid. Send them in. It's going to be great. And a great example of how we're going to do it is this episode because we are talking about how made Easton particularly throw up. Yeah. And I also and I was know on it's that bait. Bait, But it's yeah. true. But it is true. I also it threw up true. on that experience too. But that's later in the episode, so stick around. <laughs> um, today's fine. coffee is yes. um, from Foxtail, Foxtail Coffee. Mm. Uh, in It's located in Florida. They roast them uh, in Winter Park, which is literally 20, 30 minutes from my house. Oh, wow. Um, and they were super I awesome. I went to the cafe and was like, hey, I'm just looking to sample some coffees. And they're like, oh, okay, here's some beans. And I was like, okay, how much? And okay, they're like, just have it. And I was like, okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, we have the the farmhouse blend today, mm-hmm. so we will talk really a little bit so more far, about it. But yeah, yeah, and then we'll disclose it a little more later on. <clears throat> yeah, um, but uh, no, they seem super, super, super nice people. Um, and they also said within giving that they were going to follow the podcast. So if yeah. you're listening, thank you for yeah. the coffee, and we love shout to get your to word out as I much. Yeah, shout at out the Foxtail located inside the Tommy Hill figure located at the Outlet Mall. <laughs> In within Orlando. Florida, within the, no, no, no. In the United States, <laughs> pinpoint, pinpoint, pinpoint. <laughs> so, uh, starting today's episode, we're going to talk about private stories, uh, changing names, and just our experiences within choir atmospheres, uh, background singing, and whatnot. Um, yeah, and Easton's going to kick it off with his experience in acapella yeah. choir. So, so take it away. Um, we kind of wanted to just talk about lessons that we've learned from being in sort of a choir environment. Yes, um, very much. And for me, I grew up, my, my music journey started um, in the Church of Christ. I grew up uh, going to a Church of Christ near Nashville, Tennessee, and I have always loved acapella music, and I think that's a big reason as to why. Uh, for those that don't know, Church of Christ um, uses only voices in their worship. We don't use any instruments at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I would spend every Sunday and every Wednesday hearing just pure music made from voices. Um, And it was just something different that I think has kind of set me up as a music lover in life. Um, And I really owe, I think, my my appreciation for music and enjoyment of of the craft to my my upbringing in the church. And um, yeah, so that's sort of how I got started. What about you? What got you into music? (laughs) What got me into music is actually a funny story. So I was in probably about fourth grade and I was too young to be home by myself. So often my sister would have to pick me up and she was in high school at the time. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes she would have choir rehearsal after school that she had to take me to. So within going to those, it's actually pretty funny because the conductor would cut them off, but he would hear the soprano line being sung somewhere and it was little fourth grade me sitting behind the bleachers, just patiently waiting quietly, but I would be picking up the melodies. And huh. he was like, "Is who's singing? And it was just <laughs> little old me. Um, so in fifth grade, there was a program uh, that was only for fifth grade to eighth grade choirs that had started. Uh, in Tennessee, it was called Honor 58. I'm not sure if it's still around. Hmm. I haven't heard anything or anything like that. But um, I, I auditioned, joined, got it, and that uh, choir conductor was basically like this boy has a future he needs to keep doing it and through from there on i basically was in choral um choral classes and or clubs whatever you want to call it uh within private schools 
and then didn't find like uh, for those who know me and those who don't I didn't find musical theater until I was a uh, 2021 20, <clears throat> so mm-hmm. somewhere within that age range before that I was only in choir and choral uh, festivities whether that be ACDA which I went to five times um, which went to different cities and um, and then later in life before I found musical theater I did uh, barbershop harmony singing as well which was both quartetting and chorusing which I'll get to later but that that was my basic journey was uh, choral within school and yeah really just became the choir kid but also wasn't what most people think of choir kids are so yeah <laughs> yeah I, I was similar I, I felt like I I started sort of as the arts kid because mm-hmm. I've, like I've said on a previous episode, I thought I was going to be um, like a painter. And so yeah. I was always involved in the art stuff, but I didn't necessarily become choir kid. Oh, well, I never, I don't think I really ever was choir kid because I did more no. theater than anything else starting in middle yeah. school. But um, through elementary school, I loved music. I remember I, my first audition for anything vocal was um, for, I think it was like the all county choir all county and all state or something yeah all state. and we had to sing my country tis of thee yep and my I voice the cracked thing. in the middle of the thing my voice cracked so <laughs> bad and it i think it was the first time my voice had ever cracked like yeah. ever because puberty yeah. was starting yeah and, it's fine. um but i got it i got yep. both of them there you go and um it was me and and um a girl who actually wound up going to college with who mm-hmm. we were in all state together that was in elementary school and then i remember i distinctly remember um in fifth fourth or fifth grade we had the music teacher on wheels and she would bring yep. her card in the room yep. and because uh, they took her classroom away because we were running out of space <laughs> yes um, imagine and, the arts not having space anyways right uh <laughs> we spent a whole uh, class period listening to the fisk jubilee singers Mm. And um, I had never heard of them before. And, and yeah. uh, the Fisk Jubilee Singers are vocal artists and students at Fisk University in Nashville. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they, they sing and they travel worldwide. It's yeah. a brilliant group with incredible vocalists. But I remember <laughs> just loving their sound and loving yeah. loving the acapella sound. My exposure to um, acapella singing was barbershop. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it really... Choral music to me, it clicks now, but at the time it was like, yeah, this is acapella, but also we have, there's a piano, oftentimes there's an orchestra, so it's not truly acapella. For me, it was Barbershop Harmony mm-hmm. is where I got the exposure of acapella, and I can distinctly remember it was in middle school, and my middle school <coughs> music teacher had a vocal majority, which for those of you who don't know, is a Texas-based uh, Barbershop Harmony choir. And he had a vocal majority VHS. Let's show my age right now. (laughs) And he let me borrow it. And I remember just wearing the tape out because I would watch it over and over and over thinking this music is really, really cool. And um, fast forward, what was it even like three years after I found that VHS, my high school started a barbershop mini choir and or quartetting oh cool so i got to dip my toes into that again and then found out that there was a nashville based chorus and yeah. ended up going auditioning joining <clears throat> them delve into the uh, society and uh, left for many life reasons and things like that which is fine no no bad blood necessarily but ultimately what i am getting to with this story is the group that i joined i think either last year i think it was last year they actually won internationals so had i stayed with them i would have been on that journey 
completely wow. fine. I'm very happy for them. But it was just kind of cool to be like, oh, wow, they did win. Because when That's I really was cool. part of them, um, my first year that I competed with them, we got seventh in the world. And then right after I uh, left, they got fifth. So to see them progress up, up yeah. to being one of the top ones is oh that that's really cool. That's but, awesome. Yeah. So in high school, I my, I didn't do a lot of choir once I started doing theater in mm-hmm. seventh grade. Yeah. Um, I kind of did. I put my focus mainly in theater stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't until my senior year of high school that um, they they offered a, a an acapella class, mm-hmm. and I was like oh well I'm definitely gonna do this and so. Yeah. They, it was essentially sort of like an AP situation where mm-hmm. they they picked certain students that would come in. It was really just all the people that took music really seriously, wanted yep. to pursue it in college. So it was like mm-hmm. me and I think 10 other people. It was like juniors and seniors only. And yep. so it was just 10 people-ish that really cared about music. Yep. And it was a really cool class. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And every Friday, our teacher would have us, uh, one of the students had to... Um, create their own arrangement for an instrument uh, and not instrumental they had to they had to create their own arrangement for a song any song yeah. and then they had to teach that arrangement to the class and then we would perform it at the end of class cool. and then yeah. every week uh, it was a different student and so everybody mm-hmm. got at least one week to create an arrangement nice. and um, somebody asked when it was their week hey, can I do a barbershop thing kind of on the side with four guys? And we had four guys in the class. Um, Or no, we had three actually. And so we had to get somebody from outside class. But anyway, (laughs) but we we learned our barbershop thing. Don't mind us being nerds. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I agree. I feel like acapella is just, it's, there's something about it that just makes, I don't know. It just feels so, so pure and vulnerable. It does. And it's uh, mistakes are, inescapable you can't hide something when it's acapella unless it's like twenty thousand people um but like with small group acapella it's just it's so Mm -hmm. raw and Mm -hmm. it's beautiful because it's so vulnerable um but with that with that class in particular i i really loved it because there was a a sense of trust in us as students and as artists we Mm -hmm. were learning and he every friday our teacher would literally leave the class he would say have fun I'll be back to hear it at the end. And he would leave yeah. for 45 nice. minutes. And I'm sure for him, that was like, great, let me get some grading done. Yeah, but probably. for us, it was like, wow, he trusts us enough yeah. to to have the, the musicality and musical ability to know what we're exactly. doing and to, yeah. to teach each other and to grow from that. And so I learned so much from that class yeah. because of the trust he gave yeah. us as students. The better um, thing about that too is in having the space, that's fantastic. Good on you, teacher, for doing that. But also the people that you were with we're actively like, yes, this is good time to work. Because yeah. in my situation, um, I would do after school uh, jazz choirs and things like that. And a lot of the times, people that were in it, if the teacher wasn't there, there would nothing would happen because they they weren't active in the sense of like we crave to work on this. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. we have to because the teacher's here. So vast different worlds. But if you and I had been in those classes together, we might have our musical written by now. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But on that note, um, Easton and I have actually been a part of two big name background vocal uh, opportunities. Is it two or three? Well, two. We've, we've we did performed two three times. We've just done two. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've done uh, one separately that I'll talk about later. But yeah, um, it's it's kind of cool to not revert back to roots. I hate I don't like that phrase necessarily, but to still pursue a uh, passion of 
choral singing in a different yeah. avenue because yeah. obviously with the two that we did it was with big orchestras and things like that but mm-hmm. it was still the same vibe at the same time yeah um and even i like your phrase of the vulnerability with acapella singing because if you mess up there's no hiding in it um but it's still there even with a bigger production even with an orchestra it's like that that option is still there to mess up like there's yeah. no there's no going back <laughs> yeah so I, w- I would love to dive into those stories yes uh, and then at the end i want to circle back around to session singing because there's a sure. few lessons that i learned that i'd love to share yeah yeah, these, yeah yeah these okay <laughs> let's dive into the <laughs> let's meat. get to the title so these stories <laughs> will be indulgent as far as it is very much entertaining and it will be an yes. entertainment segment but yes. also it's it's good because we'll share things that we learned about the industry yes um of and things that we would do different if we were in the, the big name situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the first uh, experience that we had was she was performing at the but we got an amazing opportunity again through our friend Christopher Bailey. Um, well wishes productions. Well wishes productions. Yeah. Uh, they, they contract <laughs> the, the choirs for they do. He contracted um, for the concert that me and Austin mm-hmm. did. Um, he also contracted for the which we did which we'll mm-hmm. talk about but also they just they did a one and yeah. you guys just did uh one with anyways um two <laughs> yes um we had gotten the music what would you say two weeks before yeah it was it was about two weeks we it was had... about two weeks before well, i think we had a, thing they, was gave, they, they sent it out like it. a month before yeah it was originally like a yeah. month or something but then they kept changing it yeah. up until like a week before or actually less than a week i think there was a major which change. is very strange to you and i because we live in a, a world that of rehearsing is structured like yeah you know before you go into rehearsal oh you have these songs go mm-hmm. so the fact that these kind of things can wait until the two weeks before and be like oh okay yeah. here's the finalized list have fun i think they were still finalizing the charts too they, were. they hadn't started the tour i think was like the third stop or i think it was like the that. third or fourth third or fourth stop i believe yeah, yeah. so they were finishing still. up the charts because they hadn't even started the tour yet <laughs> and then exactly. they finally sent it to us we're like oh great we can oh rehearse. great <laughs> two weeks here we go um yeah we as uh we will we as a well wishes ensemble we had one rehearsal and then we were there the day of and we got called in that morning to rehearse with a conductor who was great i don't recall mm-hmm. their name but anyways I don't either. um they were great and the whole process was <laughs> i don't know about you easton but the whole process was a little bit more relaxed than i expected yeah yeah as far as rehearsing the music like it was still yes. very professional very yeah we covid tested when we went in because it's yes. still the height of everything we, but i'm I sitting there we, in yeah. the chair like very very straight like oh this is and he, the conductor like casually walks in is like you guys yeah he, he i believe they were british but i don't remember yeah uh, and it was just so chill and we we're like yeah you're you're not matching the vibe that i expected <laughs> yeah <laughs> this yeah kind of well thing. i mean because everything with that with that contract was so hyper specific and the instructions mm-hmm. were go to this door and we were told like if you go to the wrong door you can get fired yeah um no wandering of any kind is allowed mm-hmm. going outside of our dressing room we would get fired like on the spot like it on was very very particular yeah um in lots of different ways and one of them was um like you will show up at this time at this mm-hmm. door and you will walk mm-hmm. in this direction and but yeah and then the rehearsal room was just so relaxed and he was yep. chill and he was like wow you guys are great and it's because we had a <laughs> private rehearsal on our own the, yes the like day a couple days before a couple days but then, yeah. do you remember what happened with the orchestra remind me because it's so so minute. we were in the we, we were rehearsing the choir was mm. in one of like a hotel 
um, ballroom. It was like a thing. ballroom, yeah. And it had a dividing wall. Oh yes, and the orchestra, the orchestra <laughs> was having their rehearsal next door that started mm-hmm. thirty minutes after us. Well, ours was supposed to be an hour or an hour and a yeah. half or something yeah. like that. And the orchestra had yeah. started their rehearsal, and they were it's it's an orchestra mm-hmm. with a dividing <laughs> wall, a collapsible <laughs> dividing wall in a hotel yep. ballroom. So like, there is no escaping a giant orchestra, yeah. and the conductor was just like. Well, I really don't see a point in continuing. Um, you all sound great. I'll stop by to check on some things, but I think we can I just know. be done. <laughs> and we're like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I so do I remember, remember our, our rehearsal got cut short. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Like, so much happened in the day. Good good and bad. But so much yeah. happened in the day that I didn't even remember that. That's insane. I remember yeah. that, too, because he was just kind of like, I'm annoyed. You guys could go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, but okay. the material, it was like, 15 to 20 songs or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there were four languages total yeah four or five i think i think four or five uh, it was a lot and that's that's kind of been the broad spectrum of every experience we've had both with mm-hmm. and that i just did it's just here's here's a couple languages have fun it's like okay yeah and with, with the great thing was we were able to um to, we, we were on stage the whole time, standing. Yes. There were no chairs, yes. uh, even when yes. we weren't singing. We were standing. And we had choreography. That was fun. Show. Yeah, we did that <laughs> little stuff, touch stuff going on. Uh, but they they had uh, stands in front of us, so we had mm. sheet music. We did not have to be memorized, unlike other gigs. Um, yeah, but anyways. so that that part was nice. Okay. So we were on stage uh, for uh, we had mic check or orchestra check, whatever you want to call it, and we were on stage, and suddenly is coming. And we, we know the is coming because the stagehands tells us. And we're like, oh, she's coming. Here she comes. And uh, she comes out on stage. But what I found super interesting was they had two people at all times during the rehearsal flashlight checking the entire seat orchestra th- uh, section. Gosh, They'd be like, yeah. no one's recording. No one yes. is allowed to do this. Oh, and, and they had like, that super strict policy of no phones on stage. No phones like, on stage. We, as choir, even in soundcheck, could not have our phones in our pockets Nothing. because and did not want to be photographed. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, okay, great. They fed us dinner, which is very generous. Mm-hmm. Most They don't have to do that. But they gave us cheese and pepperoni pizza for a singing yeah. gig. And there's a whole thing on cheese and vocal health that we can go into at a different time. Yeah. But if you're a singer, you know what we're saying on that. Anyways, yeah. let's talk about... Again, yeah. through Well Wishes Productions was an amazing opportunity. We actually mm-hmm. got to sing twice for uh, yeah in two different two venues. venues. One, were, one were not one far. was um, Alabama, yes, yeah, and the not. second was in Tennessee um, mm-hmm. at a lovely venue that I had no idea was even a yeah. thing. And his whole uh, tour was outdoors, which I loved because mm-hmm. also, yeah. I mean, COVID exit and, and all that yes. stuff. Because this was yes. 2022, summer 2022. 2022. And yeah. so he had all of his concerts outdoors and... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a smarter way to do it, really especially cool. in this time, and, and yeah. really cool venues to find that way. Did um, we have any ears for those? I don't think. I don't we think we did. did. Yeah. We had monitors. Yeah. Honestly, I hardly remember one of them. I know, which... <laughs> and we'll get into that, shall <laughs> we? We'll get into that. So the first thing, uh, it was again, we had to do all the COVID testing, but I remember it was even stricter than that. Mm. There was like the side door we had to go into. Uh, we had to park kind of far away, and. Yep. Um, we found our way through the side door and instantly there was this man. I don't think he was with 
He was with the venue, and he just immediately was just like, everybody stand here, don't touch anything. You want to go to the bathroom? No, you have to wait 15 (laughs) minutes till your test is done. And it was just like so forceful for no reason like no very one different. was being aggressive we were yeah. all like a, it was it was okay. a very kind group of people and, <laughs> exactly yeah um but it was just like from the beginning it was mm-hmm. so harsh and cold yeah. and we're like oh my god and like i can understand potentially somebody being that way in the beginning to like sure not assert dominance but like be like okay this this is i need your attention we'll relax later no this individual was that way like zero to 100 100 the yeah. entire time um, and it wasn't even like this is i'm just being blunt this was just mm-hmm. like harsh and yeah. kind of rude for no reason <laughs> yeah for no reason at all yeah um but the testing was there uh was both testing experiences weren't terrible in fact they were yeah. really really uh well thought out mm-hmm. and precautionary as we had yeah. to be and still and once we got positive or negative yeah. we got our little we got stickers that were stickers like, and we were fine we belong here but and- um I remember that we had to wait in groups too, because mm-hmm. even if you got a negative result, you had to wait until like 10 people could go back at once. They weren't just yeah. individually sending you. Well, it was because Mr. <clears throat> Guy, mm-hmm. whatever his name was, yeah, was like, I'm not walking people back and forth a, a lot. You're going to have yeah. to wait. I'm only making like, a couple trips. And so he <laughs> had to personally walk us through the spot, which I get. It's a giant yeah. thing. And also, I don't want people just wandering around. Yeah. Um, but, but he also, was just so forceful. <laughs> so forceful. And it was like where we had to go that he had to walk us was like around a corner, down a little bit, and another corner. Like mm-hmm. you could have easily had two people or some signs and you Honestly, wouldn't have had signs to escort been perfect. Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> we're adults. Yeah. Like we're not gonna be the ooh. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think was even upstairs. So like just keep yeah, people no from would've... knowing a path and they won't go down it. Like it'd be fine. That's fair. That's fair. But anyways, we got into the rehearsal room once everybody got there. Um, and a similar experience to the conductor came. Yeah. It was a very relaxed environment. He was yeah. great. Oh, um, that was an awesome experience. He yeah. he had been working with for like his think, entire career. Pretty yeah, his much. entire career pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah and, and he was incredible and mm-hmm. was just all about how music is storytelling and this is not about being perfect. This is about getting an emotional reaction mm-hmm. from our audiences and so yeah. like guiding us through that and their approach to it. And then he was like, I've worked in the industry a long time. I know some of you have been doing the same and I know some of you are brand new. Let me answer some questions. And so he yeah, spent like, like an extra 20 minutes with us just talking about the industry and asking or answering questions, which was so yeah, cool and, and nice. We got that talk back. I, I think we got that hot talk back one because he was a genuinely kind human and mm-hmm. two, because we were prepared in anything come prepared as much as you can like i understand situations happen and sometimes you're not able to prepare but if you go in ready you might get more opportunity but anyways the talk back was wonderful to hear and especially from somebody who's been in any kind of industry for a long time if they answer a question and it's it it could be an answer that you expect half the time it's not like they give you insight to where you're like huh i never thought of it that way um Mm -hmm. but, but he was also like um you guys are one of the better sounding like groups that we've had. So I'm really excited about this concert. I don't even recall the second time when we were in we had a rehearsal. We had the mic check. No, but we just, no, we didn't have rehearsal because it was. No, I mean, it was, it was the, the same next thing. night. Yeah, we did we went to did it, came home, mm. and then did the next concert the next exactly. day. Exactly, and then we had to wait. Oh, it was like a what very seven hours? Time. Eight hours? I think hours? it was like seven hours. And we yeah. were in one room. Yeah. And the first time in 
was fine. The room was big enough. Mm-hmm. The second time in it was something else. It was something else. We were in an underground room that yeah. didn't have any kind of AC no windows. unit, anything like that. It was very, like, f- just downing. You know the scene in, in Spider-Man, uh, the, the first Tom Holland one, where he accidentally gets locked inside yes. that facility? Yes. That, it That's felt very what it much felt like. like. That. Yeah, because it was <laughs> like, I can't everywhere. do anything, so here we are. Yeah, or con- everything is concrete, and we had yep. like one door, and yep. that door led you to a really long hallway, which eventually mm-hmm. got outside. But So yes. there was like no sunlight coming from anywhere. Nowhere. It was awful. Um, in, but in, in, I remember we had... We had really good Windows. coffee on the table. Yeah, we did. Uh, and do you remember that's actually where we first talked about this podcast? Yep, that's where this yeah. podcast was born. <laughs> yeah, because we were, how, what was it? I remember Every, the, where the conversation was. But everybody was talking about like podcasts that they were listening to. And Easton and I both were like talking about what we would want from a podcast. Yeah. And we're like, wait, this is actually a really good idea. Yeah, and everyone else was like, oh that. my gosh, do I this. I'd they listen like, to it. I was like, okay. But, and we, yeah. uh, I mean, that was two years ago and here we are now woo it's a lot yeah. it's breathing but yeah. it's crazy to think that it has been two years since the birth of the idea was there yeah and now... we, we were like having a coffee and we're like mm-hmm. and and it was your idea like oh but what if we talk about this stuff but then mm-hmm. have a, cu- a cup of coffee every episode mm-hmm. i was like that's I so it. cool and then we <laughs> and got busy and then it's moving fine. and graduating yes. and all the and things and growing up and but, all these things so yeah. it's but here we are yes it and it's alive um yeah. But no, I remember it being born in that time because it was just seven hours and we couldn't leave yeah. the room. Like yeah. I can understand if we had like outside access, we, we didn't, the one in had windows at least. So we had some sunlight. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was, it was gorgeous. Really I, loved, I loved that venue and I yeah. loved the venue in for what it was, Yeah, but it was just, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Suddenly Mr. Man comes into the door uh, orchestra had left and they were rehearsing on stage and we were uh, I, we were dressed and ready oh this was before the show this wasn't yeah even, this like, was before the th- show we had like, done sound check this was yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah, of yeah, our yeah, hours yeah, long yeah. wait yeah and we're we're sitting there dressed and ready i remember that and he's like all right we need all you guys out in the hallway we need to do it now and we're like okay what's like, what? Are we, what are we I'm doing because like, we, we looked at the watch we're like it's not and... time to go out well, okay so we go out in the hallway and we're standing there I think everybody had an idea of what was about to happen because mm-hmm. we were judged into this corner of a hallway and told, wait. Yeah. And then, but then he kept yelling at us, hurry, hurry, get out of here. Come exactly. on. We're it's going like, at a perfectly normal speed. Yeah. We're it was literally directly like outside right our, outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he just kept going, go quickly. Come on. Okay. Now make, I tried make to do something nice for you. <laughs> Gather on this side. Go over here. Come on. Can't you go faster? I'm trying to do something nice for you. I know. It's like, <laughs> and we're like what is Mr. going Man, on? Please stop. <laughs> oh, my God. We're right here. We're humans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um, a very nice gesture came out, and he took a photo yeah. with us. Well, he was very nice, took a photo. Uh, yeah, and then, which is uh, really kind. He did not it was, it was very kind of him. Not all artists would do that, and it's just very, very nice. But it, the lead up to it, everything we had dealt with, it was like, oh, wait, you're the relaxed one? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we took the photo. We get zhuzhed back into the room by Mr. Man. Mm-hmm. And we wait. And then we finally go on stage. Uh, oh, wait. Singing. Then, uh, then we were served pizza. Ah, yes, we were served pizza. I forgot but, about the but whole yes, thing. But finish, yes, finish your, yes. And, then and we'll we went on stage. <laughs> no, it's okay. We went on stage singing Glorious Experience. Um 
really cool experience to have the orchestra size that it was and the music that he had chosen was a good set it was it was really enjoyable excuse me not only for fans of but just musical theater fans or just uh music fans in general because the other thing that i forgot until talking about it was he had this like jazz funk or new orleans sound uh band as his opener Mm-hmm. And I can just remember hearing the, <laughs> I'm like, what's happening on yeah. stage right now? This is not, <laughs> <laughs> this is very different from the bells. Oh, remember the there was a real organ, a huge organ yeah. that the, the For box one of the was numbers. right next to our room. Mm-hmm. And so we can see like, the box and hear it whirring. Whirring. <laughs> and we're like, what? Are we the washer? On? What's going on? Yeah. And we're like, oh my uh, gosh, that's the organ right there. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. We can touch it. Um, so, but anyways, we ser- we were served dinner. It was lovely pizza. It was fine. It was great. Um, and uh, I, uh, granted, we were in this room seven hours, and yep. so we packed some snacks and things. Yep. But like, that was the only real sustenance that any of us had mm. access to. <laughs> so I had like four slices, yep. which is about normal. Normally, yep. I'll have like three, maybe four if I'm hungry. So I had like four slices, and they were average size. Yep. And. As, as the hours ticked by following this pizza, I just started feeling worse and worse. And I was like, I just, something's just not good. And I had my little whoosh fan. And so mm-hmm. I had my, I was fanning myself. And I was like, this just is not good. Maybe I'll take a nap. Cause usually when I have a stomach ache, yeah. I'll take a nap and I'll wake up and it'll be fine. So I, we had a, a nice big couch in there. And so I laid down on the couch. Um, and as the hours went on, it was just slowly getting worse and worse. Yep. And I was trying to push past and be like, it's going to be fine. I was super mm-hmm. hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I had had like two cups of coffee, but like I knew that wasn't it. No. Something was just off. And um, <laughs> the closer we got, the more I felt the feeling of I'm yep. going to throw up soon. Yep. And so it was like probably 30 minutes before our first song. And so I go to the bathroom and I went over the toilet and I was like, if it's going to happen, please let it happen now. Now, yeah. Nothing occurred. Nothing. And I was like, great. All right, <laughs> okay. we're going to do this right. concert, yeah. and I'm going to feel like horrible doing it, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and so then we smile get through the pain. to go to, yeah, smile through the pain. Uh, vocalize through the pain. <laughs> and we get Paige to go to the other side of the stage where our mm-hmm. half of the group was entering. Mm-hmm. And, I was um, on the other side, so again, we had no idea. <laughs> yeah, so everyone, we were. I was stage left, and they were stage right, and our mm. dressing room was stage right. And so we go over to stage left, and it's like, um, we're waiting there. They called, they paged just like a, a full song early, so we had like a full song to sit through. And like verse chorus of that song goes by, and I am not good. No. Like I'm starting to get cold, and I'm like, no. No, not now. Not now. (laughs) And then then another verse goes by, another chorus goes by. You're you're now "Mm -hmm." the final chorus, and I get the wave. Mm. The wave of the the dreaded pull over the car. You gotta go now. Like it's it's happening. (laughs) And so Emma, a good friend of mine, Emma, she looks at me and she's like, "Are you okay? You're really pale." (laughs) And I just like walk past her, and I am scanning. I I had been scanning the room for a bathroom in case this needed to happen, and I knew where it was. And it was not close, but no. I beelined for the bathroom and I turned around before I went to the bathroom. People were walking on the stage. No. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom. I <clears throat> barely make it in time. Yeah. And 
the pizza is no longer in my stomach. No, the pizza no. is everywhere but my stomach. Yes, <laughs> and so uh, I spend my time cleaning myself up mm-hmm. and washing my hands and just like washing my yeah. mouth out, all that Done. stuff. As I am hearing the music of of no. and all of my friends singing the song that I had spent so long preparing for, and I'm listening to that in the bathroom, and I'm like, "This is a horrible situation." Right? It's like, oh, and um, whatever. <laughs> and so then I, I I I'm done in the bathroom. I wrap up, and I'm like, "I'm just walk of shame." So no. I walk past all of the crew. They have the strike crew just sitting there because concert life is crazy, yeah, and they, they just, just wait. as soon yeah. as the concert's over, they start striking, get ready for the next city, and so there's like. 20 people with hard hats just like staring at me as i'm in my concert blacks walking back it's just yep. like everyone knows what just happened yep. and then i just no one says the anything, room. but they know <laughs> yes and everybody walks in and i have just missed one of three songs three. that i will have the opportunity to be on stage for and i just uh, feel awful yeah. but i feel better physically because yeah, because it's done yeah because it's done it, it yeah. happened whatever and then um so we do the other two songs I, I know it's tough for the road, but it's just like that oh, slight relief. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was okay for the rest of the, the show. I was mm-hmm. fine, but I was like, I don't know what happened. It must have yeah. been that pizza. It must have. So it made me throw up everything. <laughs> and honestly, if, if that wasn't the worst part, um, so we leave. And then everybody, mm-hmm. of course, is always like, are you okay? What happened? Huh? Yeah. And I was like, and I could, this is the last I thing sense I want to talk about. When I, when I learned that what had happened, I was like, he needs to be left alone. Like, and I, 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 I remember you being like, "So sorry. Let me know yeah. if I can do anything." And then you left. And I, I was like, like "Thank good. God." I, I, I see Easton. He does not need this crowd yeah. of going. Are you and okay? I, What's literally, it was a crowd of people, and <laughs> like, ah. I literally said, "I just don't want to talk about it." Yeah. And they're like, "Okay, <laughs> okay." And oh my gosh! But then, it's fine. Uh, so we do the two other songs, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to go home. It's like a three-hour drive, four-hour drive, I think. Maybe. I remember that. Yeah. Maybe three, something like that. Yeah. And I was riding a lot of with. Car yeah, a lot of carpooling. I was riding with a man I had not met other mm-hmm. than doing the gig together. So mm-hmm. we kind of knew of each other. Yeah. Um, a person I did a show with years ago that I have a lot of respect for, haven't seen her mm-hmm. in years. Mm-hmm. And uh, another performer who I had a lot of respect for and was about to do a contract with. Yeah. Um, and it was the four of us in the car. And on the way home, they kept asking me how I was and like, let mm-hmm. us know if we need to do anything or stop and get you Sprite. And I felt the, the cold. The cold yep. was returning. And I was like, Hurricane. oh, no. The cold not bothered again. you anyway. It's been like three hours at this point since the yeah. first occasion. I was like, no, yeah. I thought we were done. I was ready. And I was like, I think I need to get in the front seat. And yeah. they were like, absolutely. So then I get yeah. in the front seat. And then like 10 more minutes of feeling the cold and then mm-hmm. the, the wave. And I'm like, mm-hmm. crap. Here we need to pull again. over. Yeah. <laughs> so we pull over on the interstate. It's like midnight in front of at three this people, point. Uh, yeah. Two people I hardly know, and one person I hadn't seen in years. Mm-hmm. And I, pizza, more Bonding. pizza in places it shouldn't be. <laughs> and then we get back on the road. Yeah. And I'm like feeling a little better. And then uh, we, I started feeling cold again. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, we need to get gas anyway. Let's get you like a drink and some crackers or whatever." So then I go mm-hmm. in and I'm like, "Crap, I don't have my wallet." So then yeah. I wait by the van to get my wallet while they're all in the bathroom. And then they come back yeah. out like, "Did you get stuff?" I'm like, "No, I didn't no. have my wallet. Can you unlock the car?" And like, I'm so we sorry. Feel like yes. to- so- in those moments, we feel like toddlers again. We're like, "I'm yes. just helpless. I'm so sorry." Just, it was so 
humiliating yeah. and i just felt so vulnerable throwing up yeah. already is vulnerable is vulnerable in, in itself yeah two people you don't really know at all mm-hmm. and then one mm-hmm. person you haven't seen in years and all of whom you have respect for yep it was just it was, oh it was, it was awful bad. yeah and and then for i think uh it was a second time on the road got the wave pulled over mm-hmm. threw up again and i think it there may have been a third time on the road too oh my gosh but yeah, no, it was a third because then we pulled over a final time. We're like 45 minutes out and it was just, I mean, graphic warning, but it was More just pizza. dry heaving. It, was, uh, it wasn't even pizza. Oh, it was pizza's just great. Yeah. It was just dry heaving. Everything uh, was gone. Those were the worst too. It was awful. Yeah. And they had paper towels and baby wipes and were trying to like love on me, but also we don't know each other. And yeah, so it was just like, this uh, odd dynamic. Yeah, exactly. It was so rough. Oh and my gosh. And I was like, I have to sing with these people again tomorrow and yep. face this very vulnerable situation. <laughs> Next morning, it's like, hey, how you, how you doing? Exactly. Fine. <laughs> and 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 so that was my experience. I threw yes. up, I think four four times because yes. of yes. pizza. That yes. served me. Gosh. Um, I don't know if it was like food poisoning, but you Who also knows? didn't feel well, right? I I didn't feel well going home. I felt fine during the concert. Um, course my fiance can attest i have like an iron stomach for whatever reason <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. i can eat stuff and feel fine and then hours later it's like oh by the way i don't feel good um <laughs> but i ended up uh later on that evening um the middle of the night wake up hey go do this and then you can go back to sleep mm-hmm. so i get up i um throw up very little pizza because i think it most of it had digested at that point mm-hmm. so um i throw up feel fine go back to bed wake up I'm, I'm okay. I have the, like, after effect where your body's just yeah. like, hey, we just expelled and are tired, by the way. <laughs> we just expelled. Yes. <laughs> um, but, and then we found out that someone else had got sick. Yeah. From oh, the yeah, pizza. that's right. So three of us had been affected somehow. And everyone was kind of like, yeah, the pizza wasn't great. Out and of, like, then, the 20 or 25 yeah. people. Yeah. like weird. Yeah. For like enough that it was like this is not coincidence or yeah. this is not like um yeah it's not coincidence it's not a stomach bug no we weren't no, around no, no. each other to lead yeah. to the point it was it was something with it was something, something else. we all consumed <laughs> so fine we're all better I remember everyone being worried about Easting during the day and he's like Do you need anything? <laughs> I walked in and it was I walked in and it was like ten people just like giving me the the pity Aww. look. Like, buddy all day every time i saw somebody new I was, they were like how are you feeling like, stop, stop i don't want to talk about it <laughs> so we were like okay we have another gig we uh mic checked we were like fine they were like okay we're gonna bring you dinner we're like oh i hope it's not pizza it was it was pizza <laughs> the, almost it wasn't the same pizza but it was <sighs> it was pizza again and yeah. i remember almost nobody touching it Especially uh-huh. like anybody who had got sick, we were like, Mm-mm, "Not doing that." I remember Mm-mm. David did. Yeah, David, David did. Devoured yeah. more pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh! <sighs> but I, I and my fiance, uh, who also joined us um, at the gig for both of them, uh, we brought dinner because we were like, "We're not doing that. Ag- I'm not doing that again." <laughs> and no, so yeah, we were I happy we did. I brought like super light foods. I had mm-hmm. some like slices of bread, some mm-hmm. yogurt because mm-hmm. my stomach was still like it was sore it was so sore the next day and we uh i remember getting you a couple of things to be like just in case there isn't anything i'm gonna get (laughs) these done something um but that That was sweet it was just so funny to be like again pizza again one you're doing it period yeah serving pizza to acquire like okay about to sing great (laughs) 
you do it two times in a row with the same mm-hmm. group of people. <laughs> like, and really? a lot, like as ridiculous as this sounds, it's true, first of all. And second, the other thing that we attained was like, it wasn't like, was like, yes, feed them pizza. It was the 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 company, obviously. Yeah, chose yeah. It. it was. It was not it wasn't, making the decision like, to make yes, them pizza. suffer. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That, was, that was a big old experience. So. Yeah. I remember in like in we were given tea, hot water, and coffee like available yeah. to us. In if it was literally down the hallway was the only section where there was hot water. It was a whole they, cafeteria. It was a whole cafeteria. Like, we would have been better. But the other thing was they had given us tea and, like, stuff to make it, but no water, no cups. Mm-hmm. Like, it was in the room. And when somebody asked about it, and they were like, no, we provided you what you needed. No, you did the, not. <laughs> you had tea bags. Yes, that's and it. plastic water cups. Yes, that, but, th- that's burning our fingers if we use hot water. What? I don't know. And, but, but we, we didn't had, have a place to get hot water. Because they no. said, we we're like, can we go to the cafeteria? They're like, no, that's not for you. You can't leave yes. this room. And we're like, they, uh, they told us okay. that. And then a couple of people accidentally didn't know. Accidentally? Accidentally <laughs> went down the hallway. My fiance was one of them. And they got hot water and some honey because it was there. And we were like, oh, okay, great. We have access to this. And this... I remember a lady that was part of the production company or, or she was either part of the production company or the venue because the venue, they were two separate things. The venue had uh, volunteers who were in charge of uh, like crowd control and things like that. But I remember she had these big old glasses that were <laughs> sparkly all the way around. And she just started barking at people like, no, you can't leave this room. Get back in there. <laughs> and I was like, yep. are we cattle? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> We're in a room with no sunlight. Yes. And like, tea bags with no hot water. At least give us vitamin D supplements. Come on, now. For real. For real. Use somebody and else. And then we talk about all of the, the negative things because it's fun yes. to tell those stories. But also, Correct. like, it was just glorious. These experiences yes. were crazy. Like, getting to sing on stage with these... It was full orchestras. Mm-hmm. Like, full 60... Mm-hmm. How, are, how many in, in an orchestra? 60... 66 um, pieces? It, Is that a full? It varies. It varies. Um, okay. So you can have a concert orchestra i think can be from 12 to 84 to be considered an orchestra i know was i think somewhere in like the 16 18 because there was only i remember there were being four rows and then the drum kits which um, percussion which took up a a majority of it and then the conductor he played guitar and bass i think i know it was uh, a lot of string instruments but uh the back rows was like three or four but Mm -hmm. it was just surreal to be able to magical. have that kind of experience, yeah. Um, and to sort of wrap up, I'll talk about um, as as Easton says, as negative as we seem about these stories, <laughs> we'll have them forever. It's I just, would do it again. I would eat I would. that bad pizza. I would, I would throw too. up four times in a night again. <laughs> I will deal with all the Mr. Yeah. Mans as long as I get to do those kind of things. Yeah. Is it right? No, but I would deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to attest. It's, it just goes to show, I think it has to do with the person, but also just potentially the, the company. Because mm-hmm. with uh, we were at Arena, it was just recently, and same situation. Well Wishes Production hired singers. There were 60 of us singing. There was an 84-piece orchestra. Wow. World-famous maestro. It's just really, really cool experience. And yeah. 
I just remember the only thing I was focused on was they were going to feed us dinner. And I had it in my mind the whole time. I was like, it's going to be pizza. I know it's going to be pizza. They're just, <laughs> they're just going to serve us pizza. I've been scarred too many times. The yeah. three times I've done this, I've had pizza. <laughs> and we go into the space where they're serving dinner and it wasn't. It was like honey barbecue chicken with a little bit of spice and like Brussels sprouts and all this other stuff. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, night and day, night and day. Night and um, day. Class act that right it's like (laughs) the others are too but his management is also a class act (laughs) exactly exactly and uh, we've i i've dealt with uh his security was very similar to there's no photos like you couldn't even go down the hallway but we were given plenty of space like for Mm -hmm. 60 people and the orchestra we were in a room that could have held like probably close to 600 people Mm. and it was barely 150 so did you get vitamin d uh no we did not ah uh, no windows at all no windows at all that sucks <laughs> yeah um but also i think that has to do with the venue like where we were mm. was we entered road level and then went down so okay. <laughs> we were underground basically yeah but it was a big enough room there was enough space enough air um but it's just not an open uh, open space anyways um the only outside access is for like uh audience members and whatnot um which it was interesting being there and having been to hockey games and other concerts of that type, but being on stage was very, very yeah. cool. But yeah, it's just been really, really cool. We're not done in the sense of experiences in life, but yeah. to talk, to take time uh, to talk about them is just really surreal. Yeah. So we're eternally uh, grateful to the opportunities that have been bestowed to us, be it choral, be it, uh, through teachers, through Well Wishes Production, our friends Christopher and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And there's more to come. And that's yeah. something I'm learning in life is yeah. you're not done. There's no rush. Why would we what rush life? The... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say, why went. would we Why would we rush life when it's the longest thing we experience? Mm. Like, I, I love that. And I recently learned that. So every day I'm like, okay, what's today? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to yeah. say? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I have a little caveat in session singing that I wanted to touch. Oh, and yes, I know please. we're like way over time. No, 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 no. I can yeah. cut. Edit, back. cut it. It's um, fine. But I wanted to ask before we left, what is like <clears throat> the biggest lesson that you've learned from all of our concert experiences? Have professional patience and trust that whatever you are bringing is enough because they know you're there for a reason. Like they wouldn't have hired you if, if uh, they wouldn't have hired you otherwise have professionalism, patience and pay attention because you're going to learn a lot within Mm -hmm. those miniature 40, 24 hours, really in the sense of how to treat people, how you might get treated and just to prepare yourself for this kind of industry monster. Because like you said, we were very taken aback by many different things or we went in with expectations and they were sort of broken down. Yeah. Which is, is comforting because you're like, oh, I'm so, oh, okay, I can kind of relax a little bit. Yeah. But then you still have to stay on guard. So I, I mm-hmm. would say just be prepared to be patient. Yeah. And also be a professional. So, yeah. Yeah. So what about you? <clears throat> I think I, I would also say preparation mm-hmm. is the key, but not necessarily in the same way. Like with, with the, the material itself. Like yeah. coming in fully prepared is is so important because mm-hmm. one, it sets you up 
so much better for success. Yeah, um, very much. Because it's similar to like learning your lines before day one of rehearsal. Like if you mm-hmm. have, if you're pretty much off book when it comes time to block, you can actually perform. You can actually yep. play and actually experiment. And same with this sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Like if we come in knowing our music incredibly well, are incredibly prepared, then maybe the conductor will cut the rehearsal short and just talk and hang out. Exactly. Yeah. And and maybe they'll trust you a little bit more and extend yeah. a little more leniency and artistic mm-hmm. um, flexibility. Yeah. But um, being prepared, I think, is just huge. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing that I learned. Preparation goes a long way. Or oh, yes. Not necessarily learned. I, I think I knew that from theater, but like seeing it apply in different scenarios was yep. uh, kind of reinforced that idea for me. I really um, agree. But that at the end of the day, like it's just about making music and yeah. making art, and and so nothing is so serious that you have to be miserable about mm-hmm. it. Um, yes, it's a serious business, and yes, professionalism is is expected and yeah. important. Um, but at the end of the day, it is about the art and yes. having fun with it and enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't get so worried about being prepared and being. No extra patient and extra professional yep. and extra prepared and all the things that it becomes yep. a chore if it yep. if it becomes a chore it's not work. look at something or else not enjoyable or yeah you might be going overboard <laughs> yeah it's true yeah it is true so. yeah um, right. the other thing with session singing that yes. i just wanted to touch on um Please. so because that's a whole different just, monster yeah it's a whole different monster <laughs> that I, I learned so much about but this it sort of falls into the choir world yeah um and i learned a lot of lessons i'll kind of like go through a bullet point list of them yes um but to provide some background uh when i was 16 or maybe 17 i think i was 16 when i started um they had auditions for Mm. uh reference recordings and so Mm. um like if joe schmo who runs the theater program in minneapolis minnesota decided to do um, a chorus line student edition at their high school <laughs> or Mary Poppins Jr. or whatever. Yes, yes. Um, they would send them the scripts. Um, they would send them the vocal scores, mm-hmm. the librettos and everything, mm-hmm. and reference tracks. Yep. Because for um, specifically for those junior shows and student edition shows, um, they really use those reference tracks to help teach the music, mm-hmm. um, to help kids listen to their parts and like learn all that stuff. But yeah, so I started when I was like 16 or 17. My first one was Chorus Line Student Edition, and I was nice. Mike. And so yeah. I did the, I can do that, do, do, yeah. do, I can do that. Yeah. Um, that was my first my first thing, and it was super exciting and so cool, and I was so scared. Yeah. Um, and then I over, I think I did it for, depending on whether I was 16 or 17, I did it up until I moved. Um, mm. So it was about six or seven years I did yeah. these recordings, and um, most of them were for MTI, some were mm-hmm. for Tams Whitmark, which is now Concord. Mm-hmm. Some were, for, I did some like educational stuff for Hal Leonard. And then, um, I did one for CMT's Nashville, which mm. was so cool and was amazing. And I'm still getting like five cent residual letters. Yeah. In the mail. <laughs> <laughs> five um, cents. Woo. Right. But anyway, so, uh, it was an incredible learning environment and I learned mm. so, so much. They, they are run by the most brilliant people um who work with the most brilliant people yeah and um we had guest conductors come in we had aaron accurso for aladdin jr and he mm. was the broadway conductor for aladdin yep. Uh, yep. we had james lowe come in for the lamest student edition recordings mm. and that's cool he was conducting it on broadway yep. and we had all these brilliant people they yeah. brought steven schwartz in for children of eden jr and they told sorry, me and me, what? yeah <laughs> 
And me and one other girl who had our solos one day, um, they're like, hey, he's staying from this day to this day, so he'll probably be in the studio when you guys come, just to <laughs> warn you so you don't yeah. freak out. We're like, okay, like okay. vibrating as like 19-year-olds. Yeah. Oh my gosh, even sports. <laughs> and we showed up, we recorded our solos, and then at the end of the day, we're like, so is Steven here? He's here? And they were like, oh no, he flew out last night. Like, no! <laughs> so we, we literally missed him by a day. I was like, are you kidding me? I just thought um, that it was like, is Steven here? Is Steven here? <laughs> is Steven? Um, Hello? Oh, anyway, but some, some bullet point things that, that I learned from all of that. One was looking at the conductor. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in any sort of choral setting or if you're yes. in a sits probe or whatever, look at the conductor Please. because there were so many times where we had like tricky rhythms or some weird um it was like a retard into mm-hmm. uh, like coming out of vamps whatever yeah. and there were so many scenarios where as kids we didn't really know what to do and so we were kind of guessing and they they didn't allow us access to click yeah. on our boxes because yeah. it can kind of ro- robotize things yes. um yes. so we didn't have click and all we needed to do was just look at the conductor. Mm-hmm. And so often, Mr. Producer would go into our ears and say, hmm, I wonder, I wonder, maybe I could hire somebody to to stand in the room with you and, and wave <laughs> oh, no. their arms around and, and look directly oh, at you and give you a cue. Maybe, yeah. do you think that would be helpful? You think- oh, wait! Oh, wait! I, I think that's what that person's there for. Oh, my gosh. Why don't you give that a try? And at first I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I felt horrible about myself. And, like, my first couple Um, years, I learned that lesson. And then the last, like, five or so years that I did it, I would see the younger kids come in and have to learn that same lesson. (laughs) It was just so funny. We lambs. I'm sorry. And it was he he did that joke, that bit, the same way every time. He was like, hmm, I wonder if I I could put somebody in there to help you with this Hmm. situation. That's very um, Mr. Ray as well. Hmm, I yeah. wonder where my class has gone. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so I learned a lot about referencing the conductor and just yeah. use, they're a reference. Use they're them there. for, for yeah. help. Um, it's kind of why they're there. Mm, um, maybe. <laughs> who cares about mistakes was another big thing. Like, especially in the studio, they, mm-hmm. they said the worst, that, the worst thing that can happen is that we do it again. Yep. Um, which also goes into being strong and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're learning material, especially when you're learning material, but just in general, be super strong in your choices, in your volume. Amen. Don't back off because if you're wrong, then we can realize, hey, something's off. Let's fix it. And then you get yep. the help that you need to fix it. And it's yep. great. Yep. Um, always be strong and wrong. Mm-hmm. Be proud of mistakes because that means something gets to be worked on and then become Excuse even me. better. For the um, audience members, I did not burp. That was in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another thing was smiling in the studio mm-hmm. because we we had we were directed so often, like, hey, this is going to be used for students that are learning this show on the stage. Yes, we are in the studio right now, but you mm-hmm. need to be on a giant stage. Everything has to be bigger. It cannot feel like we're in a studio. Yeah. And so over time, like if we weren't giving them what they need, they're like, hey, by the way, smile. Yeah. And so then all of us would smile as we sang because a lot of the, most of the stuff was very, very bright because yes. um, it's junior shows. And so it was all right yes. here. Oh, yeah. and, um, and as soon as we all smiled, the sound just totally shifted. So smiling yeah. when you sing just yes. makes a huge difference. And also yes. if you're going a little flat, it helps. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that would always be helpful. It's like, hey, That's everybody, funny. don't forget to smile because yes. the producer would stop and be like, hey, I, I, I don't think we're there. I think things are a little off. We're getting a little pitchy. Mm-hmm. And the... Um, the vocal contractor who was in the room with us on the stand singing with us um, would just look around and say, hey, everybody, make sure you're smiling. <laughs> We're good. Go again. And so okay, we do cool. it again. And it was great. Yeah. 
because yeah. we just weren't smiling. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing, like being in a studio, you forget you should you should be on stage, like in mm-hmm. in mindset. So I could see how that would happen to where it's like, oh right, I need to I need to smile. <laughs> yes, yes. Because <laughs> I've I've done very little studio things compared to your experience, but it it can be like, oh okay, I'm in this room. A yeah. little draining, so that yeah. makes perfect it's, sense. It's like subconscious too; you don't even think about it. It's like you're exactly. playing to the room. If you're in a small <clears throat> yeah. room, you're gonna play to that intimate room. But Indeed. we couldn't; we had to play yeah. to a giant arena. <laughs> exactly. <Bridgestone>. Go. <laughs> um, Anyways, go on. And then two other things. One uh, was when Aaron Acurso came to uh, teach Aladdin Junior to us. Mm. Um, there, you know, in Friend Like Me, the the new the Broadway version, they have all those. Wah, wah, wah. it's all yeah. vocal it's yeah. not well not all vocal i'm sure they have some some brass in there but more than like uh, they have a whole section that is just swung trumpet sounds that are mm. all the actors um the wah 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 duh, yeah. wah 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 and we spent probably over the course of of the week and a half of rehearsals and recording the show we probably spent an accumulative two hours on how to make correct trumpet sounds. Oh my gosh. He drilled it. In rehearsals, we spent about 45 minutes on it. And then uh, following like recording days, we would spend like 50 minute pocket here, 30 minute here. And day of, it was, we had to sound just like trumpets Mm -hmm. in in the the placement and and our our vowel sounds and all the stuff. Mm -hmm. It was so particular. And so I learned a lot about how to Please tell me that's on your resume. To... Like, can't yeah. imitate trumpet perfectly. <laughs> Hopefully, at that trumpet, point, after two hours straight on it, yeah. Um, but learning how to like take notes and and yeah. give the conductor what they're asking for, the yep. the music director, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and the last thing cool. is, this is my other clickbait statement. Um, <laughs> the Bernstein Estate hates my vibrato. Is the oh, way yeah. I like to start the story. <laughs> so okay. we were doing West Side Story Student Edition, and this was mm. after I had done it for a few years. So I was. I was more relatively confident in, in um, my skill in the studio, yeah. and um, I was super super lucky and re- was recording for Tony in um, West Side Student Edition, and mm-hmm. so we obviously there's a lot to sing for yes. that show, and um, maybe we record maybe the whole thing, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so we record all of Tony's material. They send it off, and usually what happens is we record it. I don't, you never hear anything. And then one day I'll check the MTI.com site and, and look it up and wow, that's my voice in there that I can click mm-hmm. and play. Um, and that's all that happens. But like two or three months after we record, I think it was about that long, two or three months, I get an email from the vocal contractor saying, hey, so we sent it to the Bernstein estate, Leonard's family that's remaining, um, and they have to give a check mark on all of the works or reproductions of his work as his family yeah and um they said that your vibrato was not necessarily to their liking and that it was too (laughs) fast and or not too fast they said it's just too large for someone of high school age and we need to re-record everything everything and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) i i was i think i was 20 at the time so like and That's my vibrato is not necessarily laborious. I think it no. can be if it's like it children, be. obviously. Yeah, 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 but yeah, this yeah. was a this was a student edition. There's junior, yeah. or there's kids version. There's junior version. There's junior. student edition. With student edition, you can expect more adult sound. It's like yeah. high school to maybe college age. Yeah. And the girl who was playing Maria, she had the most operatic soprano yeah. vibrato in the world. And they were fine and with I that. I was like, what about her? 
What am I? She did it she first. Didn't have to re-record. So I, I think they just didn't like my sound or my vibrato. Oh my gosh. So I went. I, I responded. I was like, "Hey, I'm happy to do that." And I was like, yeah. "Well, I'm getting a lot more money this way. I'm getting double there the pay go. for the same product." Yeah. And I said, "But I am sick at the moment. I mm-hmm. have." I phlegm, I yeah. got like some sort of bug or cold, and yeah. this is pre-COVID. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know exactly. Uh, I imagine I could when, do it at some point, yeah. just not this week. It would need to be yeah. next week. And she was like, well, we're already behind because they're having us re-record, so it needs to be this week. Mm. Can you can you do this day? And I was like, uh, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So I go into the studio yeah. to re-record Tony stuff from West Side Story, which is not easy. No. And some of it is relatively easy, but not all some of it is it. easy. Not all. Like, there's the Maria section, which is completely mm-hmm. in the most gentle pianissimo mm-hmm. head voice mm-hmm. sound. How about in the I just world, don't sing pianissimo? Trying to fight this gunk. <laughs> yeah. And there, we, we spent so long on the end section of Maria mm-hmm. because it was just gunky. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Hello. And, um,. I'm yeah, but yeah. I think eventually I don't I don't think there was a single take that was gunkless. So I think what mm-hmm. they did is they just scarecrow Meshed not scarecrow too. they they Frankenstein all of different takes and somehow edited it really edited it really well to where you couldn't tell it was different ones. Fix it, it in post. One held out. It was the Maria. Yeah. Dies held for so long <laughs> as the violin goes. Da, 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 da. It's, yeah. Yes. But it sounds great now yeah. but it's because they edited it so smoothly <laughs> um but That's i had funny. to re-record everything and yeah. they were like straight tone everything you can have a little oh. shimmer though sometimes and so i put oh, a little thanks. shimmer at the end thanks of most phrases because that's natural wound up being straight toning everything oh everything gosh. was straight tone except for i think the big musical numbers where other people were there that. and then they said i yeah. got a little bit of a maybe too not like oh gosh oh, it, was, it was doesn't rough yeah it was rough and i was sick i know like so, come on now <laughs> yeah that's my little tidbit about west side and the bernstein estate hates my vibrato <laughs> but anyway that's funny sorry that that put us even no, further over but that's fine there it is i think they'll be all right so let's <laughs> talk about the coffee yes yes the coffee so you were the one that met the people so we yeah tried the farmhouse blend of uh, mm-hmm. what was the foxtail is that what you said yes foxtail yeah, foxtail coffee mm-hmm. um it was really good i enjoyed it um again yeah. easton and i are still new to coffee um, yeah so i won't pretend to be like the robust flavors were all <laughs> <laughs> um it was it was enjoyable it was nice uh, our phrase seems to be earthy um yeah but it was it was really grounded <laughs> grounded um <laughs> But I enjoyed it. It was really, it was a nice cup of joe, as, yeah, as they like to it say. Was so not quite as strong as Mm-mm. the ones that we normally have had. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that might just be a case of, of the our pour over methods. Maybe this Who is knows? just a kind where, <clears throat> where a different kind of brewing is required. But yes, we're still starting. Um, it was still great. The, the, it was still good. The taste was wonderful. I haven't um, met a cup of coffee I didn't like. Well, that's a lie. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it had a little bit of fruit. You know me. I don't like fruity. Mm-hmm, We've discussed mm-hmm, this, but mm-hmm. um, it had a touch of fruit. Um, yeah. But for me, it wasn't overpowering. Um, I think it was cherry. Che- I, think I, the, I got the notes some kind of cherry. Were, yeah. yeah, it was cherry, chocolate, and brown sugar. Oh, okay. um, Interesting. And, the chocolate definitely yeah, is there. Nice. I don't I don't taste the brown sugar at all, as far as I know. I didn't either. Interesting. Of course, like any any kind of syrup or sugar in coffee, it takes a lot for me to taste it. So they're probably like, yeah, it's always it subjective there. too, unless yeah. it's like literal brown sugar syrup. Like, yes. If it's like, just oh. notes of coffee, it's just because people sit there and smell it and taste it and write what they smell and taste. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it's all um, subjective. But. Exactly. So I feel like Michael from The Office, for anybody who knows the reference, I'm like, yes, this is a, a wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, this is a coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so thank you again very much for the free sample. Uh, so yes. check them out. Do they have any kind of socials, East, Easton? I'll put it in the show notes if you want to okay. try the flavor. Um, yeah. It's all roast to order. They roast everything in Winter Park, Florida. Amazing. So if you live in Florida, um, make a trip. They have a few locations down here. I don't nice. know if they have any outside of Florida, but I know they do roast to order um, online. So there you go. Support. It. And we also, per usual, Carver Coffee, yeah. uh, which is great. It was the first coffees that we tried. Um, mm-hmm. Go to our show notes, click on that link, and you'll automatically get 10% off. 10%. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's amazing. In Tennessee, yeah. that's sales tax. Um, <laughs> uh, but also on those notes, if you want to buy us a coffee, don't forget to check out our link and our link tree to buy us a coffee. Uh, yeah. we promise that's what it goes to. We're, we're both artists, but we are sustaining ourselves. So yeah. It simply goes back into whatever you guys are enjoying listening yeah. to. Yeah. It'll go back um, into the quality of the show and the, exactly. the coffees that we feature. And, yes. Um, so if you want to support us, that's a great way to do that for mm. super cheap. It's just the price of a coffee. It's so fine. I mean, everybody buys $8 coffee every day. So <laughs> That's true. It's not even a Starbucks coffee. It's no, cheaper than like, a Starbucks coffee. It's cheaper coffee. than a Starbucks coffee. Come on now. Um, yeah. But the other thing is if you are in college or anything like that and you don't have monetary, because we understand that as well, um, just reach out. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you enjoy. If yeah. you want to hear about anything from either of our lives or just our thoughts on stuff in general, um, by by no means are we experts in a lot of things, but we will talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and if you if you want to hear us talk about a specific subject, yeah. I know some things that are sort of on our minds for the mm-hmm. future. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to talk about some film scores. We want to mm-hmm. talk about animation. Yeah. So here soon we'll have an episode on um, sound production and yes. engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's anything in particular you want us to talk on, let us know, and we'll get somebody who knows more about it and exactly. have them come on and, and yeah. have a conversation with us. I love it. So All right, everybody. Raise your mugs. We <laughs> be good beans and drink good beans. Yeah, that's right. Thanks everybody. Have a, Have great, a great day. day. The artist's blend theme music was written and produced by Christopher and Sarah Bailey of Well Wishes Productions, a Nashville-based boutique production company specializing in multimedia production live event contracting, studio, and live vocals. Find Incognita's infamous adventures on Amazon Prime and its soundtrack on all digital platforms.